0: Such a trend. how's it going hey guys hope you're doing well Shelby Bell here from the over it Podcast um, today um, just myself and Chris Sotara will be talking and um, we'll do more interviews next week uh, but this is it's going to be a nice relaxed chat we've got lots of topics we'd like to cover and um, we'll let the conversation flow and, uh, and hopefully we'll get, give you some value about how we can get through this time give you information on on just all different subjects and um, i'm sure uh, chris will have a lot of um, knowledge and wisdom to share as we go through as well so chris welcome to uh, the show thank you for joining us again uh, it's great to have you have you on as always so tell us a little bit about yourself chris for those of you listening and don't
1: know you and, um, and then we'll get the conversation started cool Hey everyone, how's it going Joby? Great to be back on the show with you and talk to you again. We have endless conversations about endless things. Uh, there doesn't seem to be um, a day that we're not firing information backwards and forwards to each other about random stuff. Uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, my name is Chris Altara. I'm based down in Bournemouth in England. And yeah, we're having a great time during this coronavirus. We're doing a lot of artistic stuff, a lot of spiritual development a lot of wellness and empowerment, uh, coaching people and having a really nice time, playing musical instruments, writing music, and yeah, that's what I've been up to. And uh, yeah, basically, we just want to talk about a whole bunch of subjects today. We are always firing different theories and concepts and philosophies and teachings um, from shamanism to what's happening with the media, what's happening with the coronavirus. Uh, All the way through to spiritual development, confidence, empowerment, plant medicines, and stuff like that. So that will be the general topic of today, and we always look forward to talking about stuff like this. Yeah, absolutely, I'm excited.
0: So let's kick it off. Tell us a little bit about um, maybe start with your music, Chris. How does that influence you? With um, with your development, does it help you in any way? Because music for me is um, whenever I feel down or anything, put a bit of music on, and, and that's me. So maybe we could we could jump in with your music and
1: yeah, music. Um, the way that I see music, I've been a musician for twenty years, and I've been playing in bars and pubs and clubs, and then I moved up into weddings, and then I moved even higher into corporate events, and then I realised doing a gig that we had so much power musicians have so much power and we can stand in front of four people can stand in front of 80,000 people and make them all dance and that is a power right you you, um, you underestimate the power of music and music for me is vibration and your intention behind creating the best positive music you can and what your intention is if it's to get people to dance then you write the music if it's to get people to feel inspired or move them emotionally so they can um, feel something you always know when your piece of music hits you and you well up and you start feeling emotional that's how powerful it is so we've just been writing really beautiful Uh, what we feel are beautiful pieces of music and collaborating with artists, um, emailing people drum tracks and ukulele tracks and having people singing on them and drumming on them. And it's been really amazing. Uh, Just sending that vibration out into the universe and creating uh, positive music. It's been amazing. What about you, Jovi? I know that you do some drumming tracks and I just know you've done a guided meditation as well. How is it for you? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, For me, drumming is... um...
0: It's one of my favorite things whenever I'm if I'm feeling a little bit anxious or down anyway, I've got to have a nice drum journey. And, you know, sometimes I can get lost. I can be drumming for a couple of hours. Sometimes I can be drumming for just 20 minutes. Uh, but it's, it's definitely a tool that, um, has helped me in so way. Cause when I meditating and you're drumming at the same time, it takes you into all different places and different journeys and, you know, <clears throat> especially with doing the shaman work that we do. Uh, the drum is, it's like the heartbeat, the earth and, and everything. So the drum literally resonates with your heart and you open up your heart and, and all different things happen. So yeah, for me, drumming is really cool. and I absolutely love it. I highly recommend anyone. If you even you have your own drum, just put a, a drum trail, like a drum journey on from YouTube, you sit there, meditate, let the drums take you, into wherever you want to go uh but yeah it's very highly recommended and yeah i did just record a a breathing exercise yesterday um which was just an intro it's about 30 30 odd minutes long uh, just an intro to breathing i could have taken it a lot deeper um as we do we normally go 45 minutes to an hour when we're doing our, our breathing exercises and when breathing for me is so important especially for people with anxiety with depression um, you know you can use it before meditation yoga whatever for exercise it just literally you're putting more oxygen into your brain so you're getting more clarity you, you can um, you can think clearer you can process things a lot a lot quicker when you've got oxygen going into your brain and It gets the blood flowing around, removes all of your toxins and it 's an amazing amazing technique to learn so and you can use it in your everyday life. You can just be sitting there doing your breathing exercises, and people wouldn't even know you're you're doing stuff um, so, so it 's a great way and it 's good for your stomach it 's good for your good for your vibration as well which you're touching on with the music, so it all correlates together um, definitely with. Um, the vibrational energy that we're, that we're in right now, if we can lift our vibrational energy up and take us to um, feeling good and, you know, all that anxiety that we might be suffering through this time now, you know, people are really in this fear state at the moment because of what's going on, the unknown, how long is this going to last for, what, what we're going to do, money, jobs, all these different things worries are going around through people's heads at the moment and uh, music for me and um, the breathing is definitely two, just two aspects that I use every day. Um, I know there's a few more that we can add on and maybe we can touch on that as we go through, but what other aspects are you using Chris to, um, to you, for your vibrational and energy and to feel good for this time?
1: Um I've, I've spent five years kind of like conditioning my lifestyle to be quite healthy. So um, I, we juice in the morning, religiously, we have a, we have a, have a green smoothie or we have a fresh juice. Lovely. Um, we have all of our vegetables delivered from an organic farm um, because we, we didn't want to have the plastic from the supermarkets. So we found an organic farm and they're all over the country. Uh, and then most of them deliver at this time because that's how they make a living. And we have a yoga mat permanently out we have an altar where we sit and do meditation and so to keep the vibration high to keep it's it's like lots and lots and lots of different things that you've tightened areas of your life um and we make sure that we only speak loving words to each other because words are powerful um, we give each other a break so half the day i'm on my own half the day i'm with dina so um we, don't have a go at each other. Like we don't give each other our time. Like it's, it's it's as simple as these little kind of like micro adjustments. But as far as vibration, food, the elements, we've touched on the elements, making sure you're getting enough sunlight and water and making sure that you're putting your feet on the earth every day, uh, especially when it's raining. It's amazing. <clears throat> and just kind of sunlight, water, air, breathing. It sounds really element, elementary, but it is elementary. It's the four elements. And if you can get all four elements in flushing through your body as much as possible, then you'll always kind of like be raising your vibration, so to speak. But if you're always on a device or you're smoking cigarettes or drinking alcohol in excessive amounts, you're pulling yourself away from those primordial uh, original ed- energies. Um, but listening to great music, be feeling empowered, listening to motivational speakers, The internet has millions and millions and millions of videos that we can watch. And we're all at home on the internet uh, doing various different things. But uh, we just listen to like affirmations all day. If you haven't checked out, I'm going to, I'm going to put a link in the description of this video for anyone who's interested in affirmations because I've been listening and creating my own affirmations for years, like recording my own affirmations and listening to them. But there's one we've come across on the internet that is, very very good and it's a Louise Hay affirmation it's one hour and if you listen to this affirmation for a couple of months just an hour a day for a couple of months it will completely change your life it wow. is the most incredible affirmation that I've ever listened
0: to I really well yeah you definitely got a similar link for that for sure
1: there's every aspect of, <laughs> of experience it goes through relationships it goes through money it goes through self-worth it goes through your inner child it goes through trauma, it goes through your employability, how much wages you make in, in a job. It goes through the whole spectrum of, the, of what we're experiencing. And uh, yeah, listen to this on repeat. I'll send it, I'll put it in the link of the description. It's really good. Yeah, amazing, thank you very are you, much. Yeah. Are, you doing, are you doing any exercise at the moment? Are you doing any fitness or anything?
0: Yeah, so what I'm doing, I'm doing like a, I've, I've sort of invented my sort of like yoga size a bit, bit, bit of yoga and exercise in between. So I'll do some yoga poses, then I'll go into some press ups some squats. But then while I'm in the squats, I'll be holding a like a yoga pose and then I'll, I'll move in and then just really getting myself moving and breathing. I'm waking up in the morning doing lots of dancing and get just getting my body moving as soon as I'm waking up and as I'm doing my movements I'm doing my affirmations yeah so um, when you in when you move and you're doing your affirmations as you as you know Chris but for those of you listening to this when you're doing your affirmations and you move you embody them into you yeah, you're moving the energy around your body while you're embodying. My blockages that have been built up. and If you can get them blockages moving, and just ecstatic dance. It like, doesn't matter. Don't care who's watching. Just just, just be free. <laughs> and let the music flow. And that's just why music is so important as well. And I'm glad we started on that point. <clears throat> yeah. If you've got the right music on and you've got your body moving, all of a sudden you're going to lift your energy up. You're going to feel good. Your mood's going to change. And all of a sudden, if you've got a good morning routine and you're getting up, you're, you're juicing, you're exercising, you're doing whatever it is you need to do, the rest of your day is going to be impacted and it's going to be empowered. Yeah. It, morning routine is almost the most important part. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I love I love waking up. First thing I do is I'm grateful. Thank you. Say, say some prayers and calling my guides to protect me for the day. Um, then I'm, I'm clear that way as well. And then it's just a matter of getting up first, putting music on and just, hmm, just a bit of sunlight, undo your, undo your blinds as well when you wake up, you know, let some light into your room because you've been in darkness all night, like let that light come through and um, just really start feeling good affirmation, brighten things down. Once I've done that, then I'll have a journal Down today. Um, Always, if you're feeling down a little bit, write it down Um, because you're you're getting that energy out of you and you're you're channeling it, and then you'll become aware of them feelings. And when you get them feelings coming up, you can you know how to change them. Especially when you put the breathing into it, the breathing then can you can change your state in seconds. Like once you know how to do it, take might take a couple of minutes first of all. But then you can build it and build it and build it, and all of a
1: sudden you can change your
0: state in,
1: in seconds once you've been doing it for a while. So. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like um, you change your mental state and your emotional state. They kind of, if you're in a stagnant situation, you just scramble your brain almost and, and choose your state of being of what you want to be. If you want to be super enthusiastic and powerful and passionate, and yes. But then you can also bring it all the way down to a state of relaxation, but you kind of pick where your levels are instead of allowing the world to dictate how you feel and like a pinball machine and a pinball machine. Uh, you just kind of like hold true to your state of being and it's, it's a really, it's a really powerful thing. I never knew it was possible for most of my life, uh, well, having a having a spiritual experience, you kind of come to the realization that you're 100% in control of everything. Mm. Uh, and there is no controller to be in the control of it. But, you can choose to be super happy in a room full of depressed people. You can choose to be really happy and grateful standing in the rain. Like, who knew that was a thing?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's quite funny I was speaking to someone yesterday and I was like, I'm going for a walk in the rain. And it was, I mean, it was pouring down. And I was like, why do you want to go out in that? She because I want to go and jump in puddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I was like, that's fun. <laughs>
1: like the inner child.
0: Yeah, big time. She's like, I just want to go out and just jump in paddles. I was like,
1: that's brilliant. Because when you're wet, when you're already wet, you don't care if you're about getting wetter. Yeah, of course. And the thing just is, jump. rain, actually, if you
0: use water, it's cleansing. So if you're feeling any emotional blockages or anything, and if it's raining, just ask the water to cleanse and clear and clear the mind, the body, soul, and the spirit. And that'll be Water, is an amazing, amazing thing. Yeah, I started having um, like meditations in the shower as well. So when I'm in the shower, I'm doing a cleansing meditation. So I'm washing off all of my illnesses, pain, old traumas, whatever it may be. From because we we store layers and layers and layers for years, and even our ancestral baggage is on us. Yeah. Even though we don't know it, you know, so I'm always, I'm just cleansing and just when I'm in the shower, just washing shit away and and just go down the plug, hole. see ya, give it away, bye.
1: (laughs) Absolutely right. And it's just that mental energy of you. I'm cleaning a part of me. I'm cleaning a part of me. And also I developed this uh, many years ago, which is every time I went to the bathroom to do the toilet, I would... I focus my mind on while I'm peeing, and I say, I allow all toxins to leave my body. Yeah, And I just tell my body, I allow all toxins to leave my body. And also I say the same thing when I'm on the toilet, because it's like my body, not just, I don't know, there's something therapeutic about that process when you're just, you're just emptying. Yeah. And it's a very it can be a very spiritual experience going to the toilet, who knew that was it? A- <laughs> <laughs>
0: we can take this down and hold it for line <laughs>
1: <laughs> we all do it everyone does it yeah absolutely
0: inhale the good shit exhale the bad shit <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so true. that's good so tell us a
0: little bit more about um, about what you're doing maybe I know we, we spoke about this the other day we was going to do this on our healing circle maybe this might be a good topic for everyone as well uh, like relationships Obviously, now at the time, people are in their houses, they stuck together. Uh, you briefly mentioned it a, little, a minute ago, like you have like half a day apart and then you're going kind to of do your own thing. What advice can we give to people listening to this that might be, you know, it's getting on top of people, um, being in, like around each other like all day because normally we're off at work and we're doing our own thing and then we come home, it's just in the evenings we're together. So anything we'd like to touch on that?
1: yeah I mean if you 're in a state of reaction and you 're in a state of unconsciousness, then being in a closed confinement can be very difficult and I can imagine I empathize with a lot of people out there who are having experiences of maybe even domestic abuse and having quite a difficult um, hostile environment if you haven 't resolved emotional or mental blockages, then there 's a possibility that you are living in a house with a dad who doesn 't understand you or a mom who doesn 't appreciate you and my advice for relationships and what I found during my experience is that um, the more you love and accept yourself for who you are, the less issues you find with other people. The issues that you're finding with others are reflections of the issues you haven't resolved within yourself. So if you have any issues with any human, it's because there is an unresolved part of your state of being that is Becoming agitated through the other person's behavior. So keep it super amicable. The less you say, the more harmonious your relationship is The less you speak, the more harmonious your relationship is that doesn't mean being silent and ignoring people It just means not reacting verbally to people's behaviors and just accepting them for who they are. And it's uh, this at this time on earth at the moment, a lot of people are learning acceptance acceptance is happening right now on a mass global scale because we were all told to go into our homes and there was no question and the police will be monitoring the streets and people had to accept that they were closing their businesses like locking the door and going into their homes and that took a lot of acceptance by humanity so um this is gonna it's gonna the momentum of what's happening with the coronavirus relationships from now on will be more harmonious in general on earth uh, we now know that the, the Chinese, the French, the, everyone is the same. There is no debate that we're all just one species. So relationships will now, hopefully, as a result of what's happening, become more connective, become more, um, the communication a lot more uh, kind of like unified um, as a result of it. But for anyone who's suffering out there with, um, with communication issues, with relationships, um, the best thing you do is do work on yourself. Any time you do work on yourself, all aspects of your life will improve. Communication will improve. Your health will improve. Your finances will improve. Your communication, will, everything will improve as a result of knowing who it is that you are as a being. And that is the best advice that, <laughs> that you could, uh, that, uh, because it relates to every human being on this planet. It relates to every human on the planet and the more comfortable within yourself and the more you've contemplated who you are as a being, as an entity, as a consciousness, and you've really gone to those final, final stages of your illusionary character, and you know that nothing matters and you've kind of transcended that kind of like worry and concern, then relationships become a lot simpler. You love and appreciate everyone that you see as an expression of, of beautiful expression of whatever the divine is, and then you just have to respect them even if you, even if they're a bit societal, like a bit crazy or a bit out there, or a bit this or a bit that, you don't have the label or the judge the judgment to judge them, so you just look at everyone as perfect or perfect expressions of one thing. love that, yeah, something like that <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. and, uh, well, I just explain so easily <laughs> I'm sure many people will be able to just grasp that and go.
1: Oh, I get that. Like Yeah. I mean the the idea of being spiritual six years ago was zero for me. I was stuck in my mind. I was stuck in my mind and my emotions were so tense full of anger and resentment and jealousy. And through doing spiritual development and transcending all of those things, you come to understand once you've transcended them all, it's easy to explain to people. It's easy to to tell someone you're not your thoughts. You're not your thoughts. Your thoughts are just an aspect of the experience. But you're the observer who sits patiently and very silently behind your thoughts, and you can entertain the thoughts, speak them if you wanna speak them, but don't, don't listen to them all because some of them are very limiting for us as beings, as entities. Like the, the voice at the back of your head, it tells why, you does,
0: why does the brain do that? <laughs> like it comes out of the most random thoughts sometimes, and it's, like they can be quite negative. They can be low vibrate, like very down. And like I wonder this all the time. Why does the brain come up these thoughts? Like we have seventy thousand thoughts today, and ninety percent of them are the same ones we had yesterday. <laughs>
1: yeah. So remember, we're just in this continual pattern. Like a washing machine. It's like a washing machine of old laundry that is going around all the time. And those, those voices that are detrimental to you, um, the way that I see them, and it's, this is the best, most harmonious way I look at them, is that I developed them. I created those belief structures because at some point in my life, I was, I was misperceiving reality as a four-year-old. And someone has said something to me that's, that's made me feel hurt. And I've developed a belief or an assumption uh, to protect myself. So then we grow into our older age. I'm 36 now and I'm still dealing with limiting beliefs to do with not being good enough or having low self-worth. And these are two aspects of my experience that I'm always growing and always developing because I've traced it all the way back is to my parents never valued Um, And this is no attack to my parents. I love my parents very much. Um, My parents didn't necessarily validate or um, make me and my brother feel valued or important. They were loving to us. They were nice people. They're really lovely people. But at certain aspects of a child's life, they need to hear certain things in order to be whole and confident and and passionate and, and driven. And we just weren't receiving those from our parents because forgive them for they know not what they do. Um, and so as a result of that, my spiritual journey has been coming out of these programs, these stuck algorithms I had stored in my subconscious mind, which were keeping me from being great, but preventing me from stepping out and speaking my truth and being honorable and loyal and truthful. And I was lying and manipulating and, and taking drugs and just doing things to mask all of the pain. So yeah, the, once you have that epiphany and you go wow I'm not my thoughts what is it that is what is the observer of thoughts right and yeah. you, start, you go, start going down that tunnel yeah, um, yeah. and then your life gets
0: observing them so from another angle and
1: that's right okay interesting and you get further and further back down the rabbit hole back into the black hole which is infinite you feel the sense of infinity you feel the sense of of um, unlimitedness, of oneness with everything, the animals, the plants. And the more I used to go into meditation and slip into that state, I started identifying with that state more than the, the human state. So then I knew I had emotions. I was like, oh, I've got emotions, anger, resentment. Then I knew I had these destructive thoughts because I'd realized that I was the observer of them. And that just brings joy, dude, so much joy. You don't take this too seriously. Got it. You kind of like you're going around looking at people taking everything really seriously and you're like, wow, these people really think this is real. This is amazing. <laughs> and The concerns of people and they're so worried and it's not saying that that, and that is all part of the experience as well. Um, this is a, a being of God, a, a, an expression of God knowing what it's like to be stressed, an expression of God knowing what it's like to feel trauma, an expression of God knowing what it's like to be depressed. I am an expression of God now who knows what it's like to feel joy and excitement. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been through the traumas, the depression, and anxieties,
0: uh, fear, uh, you name it, paranoia. I've, I've been there. Uh, I used to smoke a lot of weed when I was young. Oh my God, the paranoia I used to have. <laughs> oh, oh my God, that thing sent me crazy. That and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the paranoia I used to get off of
1: them. Bad, bad stuff. I never never got paranoid on coke. Right. Well, whenever in my 20s. You weren't doing nothing. nothing. (laughs) I just never. paranoid a little bit with weed, but with cocaine, I always felt like I could do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I was just invincible. I'd be, I would just be like, right, I know exactly what I have to do. And I'd get a pen and I'd write loads of stuff down. And in the morning, nothing was relevant.
0: (laughs) Over the days, like, go out on a Thursday, like, come home on a on a Sunday or a Monday and just, just been coke and pills and all sorts of and all, all weekend raving and it was a real con- concoction, I'll tell you. So yeah, it didn't, um, didn't do good for the mind, that's for
1: sure. No. And I'm so I'm grateful because although I have partaken in substances throughout my 20s, mm. I never was in a scene. I never had many friends who did drugs. Yeah, yeah. My friends were very conservative, they were like, studying degrees uh, in various universities and um, some of them were professional musicians. So we weren't like binging like you. We, some of the stories you told me about like four day vendors, like I've never done a four day vendor.
0: We, we, I, we lived in Ibiza for, for a few years as well. So it was just full on over there, partying all the time. And it was just just come hand in hand. It's, it's yeah. that hand lifestyle, you know, the rocks <laughs> most rock stars get into that that thing because it's just there it's and i know many people who are listening to this will be able to relate to the drugs and um and what it puts you through and um i know for me as i got to a point i was just like I physically i can't do this no more i need to i'm not getting anything from my life you know all weekend you'd be in a different place in your mind and then you Monday, Tuesday, you're suffering. Wednesday, stuff feel good. Thursday, you're back to normal again. You go, oh, should we go out again? <laughs> that's what it was. Just a continuous cycle. I didn't, come out of this. And, yeah, and I was like, I had to step away and just take myself away from the environment. Once I took myself away from the environment and I wouldn't go out anymore, that's when it changed for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
0: yeah. the sign. That's uh, same with anything that's going on with you with people in their lives right now I don't know what, what they're going through but if you take yourself away from the environment and you can change them that mind all of a sudden you can start evolving and moving down into a new path that's going to be better for you which is what i, what I had to discover you know i had to go through that but i had some good times as well i've traveled around the world partying and It wasn't all bad and doom and gloom, trust me, we had a a lot of fun, but um, it's definitely not something I would uh, like to go back to, that's for sure.
1: So for anyone that's watching this, um, in regards to drugs, if you're struggling with a drug addiction, or you have this repetitive syndrome or some habitual behaviour that you're stuck in, I empathize with you because trying to get off uh, smoking different drugs, um, you kind of get into this oh, dependency that you need it. Or you convince convinced yourself, yeah, I, I'm going to have it. I need to have it. And you justify the, the need to take the drug. And really, self-honesty. When you're coming off drugs, self-honesty is really important where you, you know that sober is what you need to be. But yet you have this belief that you still need the substance. So you're in this paradox because you know ultimately that being completely clean and healthy and juicing and doing yoga and breathing and feeling healthy is what you actually intend when you were born. <laughs> when you were originally born, your intent was to live some kind of happy, jolly life. But for some reason along the way, you've ended up like doing some kind of drug and you're, you're keeping yourself in this state. And don't give yourself a hard time when you take drugs. If you're stuck on drugs and you keep taking them, don't give yourself a hard time. Don't, feel, don't smoke drugs and take drugs and then feel guilty about it. If you're gonna do it, <laughs> just do it. Just be like, I'm gonna do this drug. And I'm just gonna be free. At least enjoy the experience of taking the drug and don't just give yourself a hard time because that is actually not helping you get off it. Yeah. I wean myself off, so I used
0: to smoke a lot of weed, just smoke like a quarter of weed a day. And I ended up scaffolding at the time as well. And we'd be working on like hundred foot buildings and rolling joints hundred foot up in the air, like sh- stupid craziness,
1: like so so stupid. But I love it, I love it. I love the I love the, the imagery of some of the stories you're just like up a hundred foot like rolling. <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: crazy yeah it's stupid but when it was for me when i had to come off because i was doing so much of it that and Coco is just very addictive personality so when i get into something i'm i go within but i had to wing myself off so rather than smoking 20 joints a day i went down to 15 and then i'd go down to, to 10 and then i went to five and then two and, and i just i've done it over a course of time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i can even Going out and doing coke, I used to do so much, it was ridiculous. But I weaned myself off, and it was like, okay, I'm not going to do this much, no, I'm going to do that. And I knew in my mind I had an end goal that I'm, I want to get off of this, but I've got to do
1: it in time. I can't just go and stop because yeah.
0: that's when you make yourself ill.
1: Yeah. And um, it is a, it is a process. It's a process, and it's a psychological, spiritual, emotional, physical mm. process to come off all of these dependencies. Because your emotional body relies on it, your physical body craves for it, your mind is convinced that you need it. Uh, you're also in a habitual pattern physically of doing it. So, yeah. kind of like you got to shake it off. You you have to kind of rinse yourself out slowly, 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 until one day. Oh, you- wow, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Ugh, give yourself a credit. <laughs> shake up all aspects of your life uh, <laughs> i
0: like
1: that that's i like
0: that
1: and um yeah let's move because we talked about drugs a little bit let's move into our relationship with plant medicines now because that's a good segue into now that we have a better more um, kind of like philosophical spiritual perspective of life of ourselves of our purpose Of who we are as individuals and what direction spiritually we're heading. Now I feel like my relationship with weed has gone from a codependent relationship to a very spiritual experience where I still smoke weed once or twice a week, I'll go for a walk, I'll sit down in meditation, I'll smoke a little bit of the medicine and I'll just sit quietly with my eyes closed for a few hours and have some really beautiful profound transcendental experiences where I am I'm let go and I've I've transcended my senses and sometimes I I have a sense of like identitylessness when I'm in in that state and it is it's beautiful so weed isn't a bad thing it shouldn't be labeled as a as an evil drug because it can be very therapeutic and very um, medicine based how about you what's your experience with plant medicine so for me, I got involved uh, a little while ago. I can't remember when it was. It's been a while now. Um,
0: first, I've started doing uh, some ayahuasca, um, which was which was beautiful, beautiful experience. And then we've just literally just come back from Colombia as well. Another another retreat, another another time abroad um, doing the medicine. Um, Yeah, it was, that was a, that was a journey in half though, because obviously we we got stuck out there because of the the COVID and uh, we was in the middle of nowhere in a big hut. Um, I mean, when I say in the middle of nowhere, I mean, it was literally, we had mountains next to us and really rural. um, So we couldn't get to the nearest town, was about half an hour, 45 minutes away in a cab. Um, So we didn't really have a lot around us. And then we get told, again, there's no flights. All of our flights have been cancelled. So we have two days worth of water and food and uh, we get told we're not allowed to go into the town because we're foreigners. So all of a sudden we're like, okay, we've got no food, no water. And then all of a sudden this is like a fear mode comes in what we're going to do you know we're totally in the unknown now we're in Colombia. uh we've just had some beautiful ceremonies drinking the drinking the medicine and then all of a sudden now you've got this to process so all of a sudden your mind's going from one extreme (laughs) to another fears and everything come up um so yeah we had a we had a Hard time getting back. Took us about a week to book a flight, uh, but we finally got back. The British Embassy got us home, and there's actually three people still there who went with us. They didn't get on the flight with us. They decided to stay in Colombia, um, so they're still there. <laughs> They've been there over two months now. <laughs> so, um, God knows how many ceremonies they're doing. You know, they, they, they're they, going to come back enlightened. Oh my God. <laughs> And they're, they're still doing ceremonies over there. They're still drinking
1: the medicine. Yeah, I've been in touch with Anastasia on WhatsApp. Ah, and she's, she's having a lovely time. You
0: know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cool. was, but for me, like, a new lockdown was happening. And I just was like, I need to go home. Like we We're staying on a wooden floor on a tiny little mat, cold showers. And I was like, if I stay here, I could be here months sleeping on this wooden floor. Yeah. That, for me, I just I didn't resonate with that at all. Like, I just, I've had my medicine. I'm...
1: I'm doing my process here. And what, was your, um, what was your experience like with the medicine? You don't have to go too much into it because I know you had a strange situation. But yeah, I, just for I, anyone who's listening about ayahuasca, like, give it a brief in, introduction. About
0: yeah, what the, yeah, of course. So I've had many, many beautiful, beautiful ceremonies that have taken me to New Dimensions, been with the angels, been with the divine. Um, beautiful. But I had one ceremony in Colombia where it got, got dark. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't too nice, so I don't think it's all of fairies and angels because it's not because
1: you got to do um, do the work. Got to do the shadow. The shadow work is equal as, as the highs and the lows, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't I don't want to go into it too much because it was a little
0: bit, um, bit bit traumatic and a lot to deal with. And if I have to talk about it, then it obviously brings it back up a little bit. But um, yeah, just be prepared that if you do do the plant medicines that. You know, stuff that you not expected might come up. If I don't know what the plant medicine can give you what you need. Yeah. So be aware of that. Um but yeah, other than that, I've had beautiful, beautiful ceremonies and um yeah, it's really it's changed my life to be honest. Because I I had a big car crash last year. I got hit by a lorry and squashed into another car. Um so that for me could I'll go back a little bit, just before I tell this story. I've had multiple near-death misses over the years of, um, as you can tell, a little scar on my head for everyone watching the video, if you don't know me. um, I got hit by a scaffold fitting about 13 years ago this year. Uh, It fell from 70 foot, um, broke my skull, and um, I should have died. Uh, But that was actually my journey into enlightenment and spirituality and personal development. Um, and then I've had a few other things happen over the years that um, all all added up. After the car accident last year, just just triggered something in me was panic attacks, anxiety, depression. So I had a lot of work to get through. And it was the plant medicine that really helped me get through that. It propelled me. It was like a catapult and a fast track to to recovery. Yeah. Um, but obviously, there was still some anxieties and stuff very deep as we were talking about a minute ago in the layers that we have. Um, so that was, you know, I'm still, I'm still working on it now every day. I'm just processing and self-love, self-care. I'm just continuously trying to clear my ancestral baggage, all of the traumas I've had, you know, so I'm always, yeah. Like that's part of my meditations in the mornings where well, I was clearing the energy, getting up, feeling good, the dancing, the music, releasing that energy. You know, you get blockages in your body, in your system, as we're saying, for years and years and years, and you don't even know about it. So the more you can get your body moving and get that energy released, and when you release, if you have any dark energy or anything, or you're trying to release dark energy, always Release it into the light. Don't just put negativity back into the world. Release it into, into goodness and with love and whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, never just release the bad energy. Always put it into light, which is what I've found. Because if we just release negativity into the world, it's just going to vibrate and and go somewhere else. So. That's right, that's right. It is all just energy work, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So what was, your, what
1: was your experience with the plant medicine life? Did, did you have good experience? Yeah, so I've done, I've, done all, I've done all of the plant medicines really now. I held off on ayahuasca for years and years, even though I traveled around Asia for years, and i had done DMT on many occasions mm-hmm. in various platforms and with various groups of people. Um, taken LSD, LSD, although it derives from wheat, so technically it is a plant medicine. Um, weed, um, but ayahuasca was the big one, which we did two months ago when I did it with you and Bill and yeah, the buffo, that's where it was at for me. I've never experienced anything like buffo before and I've done DMT four times. A different level. 25 times more than what DMT is. Like it was, it was the most surreal out-of-body experience I've ever had in my life. What um, about your experience? What happened for you in your journey? Do you remember? Yeah, of course, of course. I didn't go to a particular location. You just, I just went to a void. And in the void was just so much love. Like so much love as if you're just been bathed in love and bathed in um, just appreciation and value where you just feel your true authentic value or what you're worth. And I met beings, I won't say, uh, I won't label what they're called, but I met entities there and they were just pouring love and ent- like, and they were surrounding you. And there was a main person, a main being who, who, while you are having these experiences, it's so surreal that you don't have time to think, it's just happening. And then when, when you come back uh, I remember that when I came back on that particular occasion that you were there, um, I think I announced to the world some kind of speech. It took a couple of minutes, like. Yeah, you did, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful speech. It was, uh, I wish we'd recorded it, because it was very profound.
1: and. Yeah, I mean, that was my higher self talking through me, because I wasn't consciously aware of what was happening. My conscious mind wasn't activated. Uh, whatever was whatever was speaking then it was channeled through my body, because I have no real recollection of it. all I 'm left with is the memory of how I feel. So all I was left with after the speaking has ended was a, a feeling of such such high um, appreciation and gratitude and value that you know, I went around the room hugging everyone like I was just so amazed at what I'd uh, received in a message. And then it took me months and months of processing that one trip, that one buffo ceremony took me two months. Wow. Writing and writing and, and crying. Just crying and crying. And I'd have this childhood trauma come up, I'd cry. Another one, um, ancestral stuff. Um, low self-worth, regret, guilt, you know, like all of the crap that had been stored in my body. I just, after the buffo, just started unraveling and unraveling. And, um, yeah, it's been, it's been absolutely incredible. Like there's, there's no doubt that plant medicines is the future of medicine. Yeah. We, we think pharmaceuticals is medicine and we think that it ain't medicine. No, that, is, right. that is some kind of profit based money-making scheme. Real medicine solves the actual root cause of the symptom. Pharmaceutical companies just soothe the symptom. But if you want to get to the bottom of your anxiety or depression or whatever, you you move into the ayahuasca. She's very wise. She's very knowledgeable. Uh, I find ayahuasca so gentle. It was like I had the presence of a female angel within my state of consciousness. And I realized that because I was alone when this happened, I could communicate with it. And I would ask questions out loud and about 10 to 15 minutes later, I would receive the, the information through my mind. And I was having these, I was like, oh, so how, do, what do I do about money? Um, I need to, uh, I need to generate some kind of income. And this is an honest question. And how do I, why do I have the monetary, why do I have this much money? And what can I do to make more money? Because I want to help other people. And I'm going to have to make money to do that. And then loads of ideas came. Business ideas, how to communicate, how to move forward, how to write a business plan. Came, started coming. So ayahuasca is a is a very wise healer, but you can also be in a relationship with that entity, with that spirit, um, because those thoughts wouldn't have come unless I was on that substance, on that medicine. And yeah, it's everything is going according to plan. I love that. So yeah. good. So good to hear. So give people a little bit of information
0: on, on this so far. What about if we talk a little bit about something that's just come to my mind? Like
1: who's yeah. out
0: there at the moment that's inspiring you and um, that's doing good and getting information out for the public to learn about like the COVID stuff and how to get through it. Is there any specific people, um, that you've been following and what are they teaching? Um, how are they getting through this time as well?
1: Yeah. I suppose the internet has made everything readily available and I, I, I have a nice relationship with the internet. I have lots of different people I follow. One of my favorite people, if you haven't checked him out yet, it's, his name is Brian Rose and he runs London Real. And it's an interview. He's just an interviewer who lives in London. He's American. Yeah, he's brilliant. He is um, one of the greatest interviewers of our kind. Um, I don't know him personally, but from what I gather from his interviewing skills, he's a very intelligent man. And he's got his finger on the pulse at the moment with information. He's um, going up against some big kind of like big companies uh, because they're censoring all of his work. And he's very passionate about freedom of speech. He's very passionate and very powerful and very wealthy and those combinations of having resources and communication at his level he's gonna he's gonna be a front runner at moving forward in the as earth awakens and we need people who are fighting the good fight to do with freedom of information and freedom of speech and so check out him his name's uh, brian rose from london real he's uh, he's amazing um, and other people is like bruce lipton dr bruce lipton the biology of belief understanding our relationship between our thoughts our beliefs and our body Legendary doctor, check him out. We've got Dr. Joe Dispenza. Another, I know you talk about him quite highly. I love Dr. Joe. He saved my life. After the yeah. uh, my accident last year, I just
0: watched Joe Dispenza all day, all day, all day. All day and he literally transformed my mind. Yeah. He's, transformed my mind. His,
1: his understanding, because his story is absolutely incredible. Like mm. completely crippled in hospital from a, from a bike crash. He said it never walked never walk again, fractured everything. And yeah, just with the power of his own mind, healed his whole body. And now he tours the planets, 365 days a year teaching. Yeah. And so, teachings
0: are, guys, if you are watching this, please check out Dr. George Spencer. Um, I'll put links in the description for these guys who we're talking about as well, but he has literally got a formula scientifically proven as well. He does brain scans, he does like events with 2,000 people in them, he scans everyone's brains. He's taking scientific research and showing us a formula where we can use in everyday life to change our minds. And change your personalities. Change, yeah, because if your personal reality, you're going to change your personal reality, you've got to change your personality. And to do that, you have to change your mind. So it's all, he teaches you a technique where you are literally in the moment right now and you're thinking about your future. That's it. You're not thinking about the past and the traumas and the pain, the anxieties. He has people healing themselves from blindness, eczema in while well, they're in meditation with him yeah yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, he takes them to different levels and he is just it's unbelievable it's fascinating because it's, all it's kind of
1: like spiritual development empowerment and science all melded into one that's what i love about it as well because he's scientifically proven what he's
0: doing is good you know the everyday person can relate so what he says, and he explains things in such a way that it's so easy for people to go, I can do that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's yeah. brilliant. He's so so Trump, but yeah. Uh, no, 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 it's good. No, you're right. Joe Dispenza is, is a special guy, and he was, uh, he was a big part of mine. Maybe this time last year, I was heavy on Joe Dispenza. Um, what else? I, Lipton, Joe Dispenza, Louise Hay. Yeah, that's him. Um, Louise Hay, what a wonderful... bizarre, huh? So good. She died at ninety-one, which proves her formula is one hundred percent proven. Like <laughs> she died at the ripe old age of ninety-one, and she was so healthy. Right. Um, Louise Hay is amazing, um, but I like watching like inspirational, inspirational videos like Les Brown.
0: Yeah, I love
1: Les Brown. Les Brown, amazing. You could listen to Les Brown all day and just feel amazing. Yeah, he's good. He needs he puts humor in his speeches as well, so he's always funny. He's Always
0: laughing. Yeah, the like laugh. So good. Of is my other element that if I'm feeling down, I've got a comedy on. Like you laugh when you're feeling down, I can promise you, you're gonna start to feel good. It just lifts you up,
1: you know. Yeah, it's humor is huge.
0: Yeah, humor, music, dancing. It's
1: yeah. So- yeah. Les Brown is um, good. Obviously, you got Tony Robbins. He's amazing. Another incredibly powerful human being. Like. Uh, but there's loads of people on the internet where we can be inspired by. It. And, and it's kind of like the trickle-down effect. This is what we're doing right now. Me and you are just sharing what we've learned along the way. And we've, we have our influences. And we, as a result of just having this conversation, are essentially becoming the influence of someone else. Becoming the inspiration for someone else to go, wow, change is possible. I hope so. Yeah, because this is why I this is why I do these interviews and these these recordings is because if you are watching this, my intention of this is to try and help and spread awareness and and open the minds of other people and allow that true essence, that true consciousness to come back to to the being Mm -hmm. that's not stuck in the judgmental, labeling, criticizing mind, but in the open, expansive mind, which is willing to accept all things as one and see the harmony of of things. And that's why I'll always make videos. I know that for the rest of my life, I'm always going to be making videos because it's so much fun for me. I, I love it. It's
0: good. The thing is, if you've got the knowledge and wisdom that you have and sharing that information, you know, even if we can just help one person with this video, that's that's good enough for me. And um, yeah. I just really want to put the intentions out there. Like, if you do enjoy this, please share it and get, you know, it might be one person, you know, that's struggling right now. Share this and they might watch and you know, they might just get one nugget from it. That will help their life, and then it just and it's, and at the moment we're going through a massive transition in the world. We are, the world is healing. The world is changing. We we are we are literally evolving into new human beings, and We need to share the positivity. We need to, to do the right thing, and it's it's so easy to do
1: as well. It's just. Yeah. Awakening is one of the simplest, most difficult things to do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because simply because you're relinquishing yourself of thought, essentially, and you can get your state of being back, you can choose your own state of being again and decide on what you want instead of being the slave of your mind. But to do that, it's so simple to do that. But it's also incredibly difficult to do that because the mind is habitual in nature. It's like had running your life for 20, 30 years. And to stop that is like trying to stop a ship in the ocean. It has to keep going for ages and ages and ages. So we, uh, I just want to inspire people to have a spiritual awakening so they can um, benefit themselves, essentially. And by doing that, um, their own shadow work and coming to terms with who they are, they'll have the ability to um, enjoy relationships again and enjoy health again and enjoy the sunshine again and start living in that state of joy Uh, in all aspects of your life, which was not possible for me at all six years ago. I was a complete derelict um, imbecile. I was a complete imbecile six years ago. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other way of doing it. I lost so many friends. People stopped talking to me. I had to wean myself off all of these substances. I had to leave my wife, my job. Everything had to stop. And then I have to go on this insane spiritual adventure, searching books and reading esoteric manuals and symbolism, and and breathing and taking plant medicines just to come to the realization that I was already perfect. Yeah, you already don't. You're there. You're already perfect. Yeah, yeah. Act accordingly, right? Act accordingly. I put a thing on Instagram <laughs> this morning.
0: Let me just read it for work. It's quite, quite. I have a post, um, remind
1: yourself daily that there is no path to happiness. Happiness is the way. Yeah, just be happy. But you can't attain true uh, blissful happiness until you've done the shadow work. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil. Like, you have to turn your attention towards the dark side, given a Star Wars uh, pun. But the dark side of you is what's preventing you from feeling incredible. And people live in, it. They how, live in it. How do people get through that, Chris? How do people do that? Faith. Faith is a spiritual essence. It's a spiritual energy that you can build your faith levels. When you first uh, have a belief, oh, I'm going to get over this depression. I am going to beat this. I'm going to get through this drug addiction. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to get through this. It's the faith. It's the fabric of what's pulling you to do it and your willpower to take it. And I'm an extreme person. Whatever I do, I do to an extreme level and I do to a very high level. And when I decided that spirituality was a thing, and I was like, this is a thing, like people are doing this meditation stuff. And I I engrossed myself in it. And I bought the incense and I got rid of my clothes and I bought all of these things. And I went fully into the identity of it to try and make myself feel about it. But ultimately, even these things don't make you spiritual even these things don't make you spiritual at all. These are just things. like, they're just things that we have on us. The clothes doesn't matter. The hair doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have beads in your beard. You're not more spiritual if you have more beads in your beard. (laughs) (laughs) Like like, it doesn't matter. Spirituality is- is That that is
0: is another level. Once you get to that,
1: you are got beads in your beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You've hit a certain level of spirituality, yeah?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, have fun. And having fun and enjoying yourself and, and expressing yourself uh, without um, distorting it in some way or manipulating. And the mind, the mind is a monkey, man. It, it will just keep fucking with you and it will keep, it keeps pulling you away from your true essence and it is doing it to protect you. It's doing it as a defense mechanism. And you just, you can, I talk to my mind. I talk to my mind all the time. And um, I, if it's having thoughts of that the, out of alignment with who I truly am, which is uh, like quite honest and quite loving and quite integral. If I'm thinking thoughts that are quite detrimental, I have a word with my mind. I say, Listen, Listen, I appreciate what you're doing, but I don't need to have these thoughts anymore. I only want to think thoughts of positivity and love and grace and appreciation and gratitude. I don't know what you're doing up there, but just give it a break because I'm, I'm not tolerating it anymore. And you'll be surprised how quickly your mind then goes, okay. Like you get what well, ask and thou shall receive. Yeah, okay. you you kind of can calm your own mind down once you realise that it's, it's good been. That people listening to this, if
0: they've got a lot of stuff going on, like you said, the monkey mind. And this time, you know, everyone's dealing with this in different ways. You know, we're 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 confident with it because we understand this sort of stuff. But for people who are listening that might not be our our level at the moment, but we can build to it
1: just taking a one simple thing and just having a word of your mind, so simple. Yeah, and, and a spiritual awakening essentially is, if I was to summarize it in like the simplest terms, it is relaxing. Mm-hmm. Relaxing is having a spiritual awakening because the more you can relax your body, the more you can relax your mind because they're in a relationship. So one will relax a little bit, the mind may still be active. But uh, then your mind might be calm, but you might feel like your body is tight. So they'll both start relaxing at different speeds. But eventually what will happen is you, the more you can relax, your identity to those two things loosens as well. So you stop identifying with the monkey thoughts. The more they calm down, the more you realize that you're not your thoughts. The more your body relaxes, the more you can, your body will allow you to slip out of it. And in having these kind of like deep meditative, kind of relaxed, doing some breathing, and you, your sense of identity leaves your mind and your body. And in doing so, a bit like taking plant medicines, when you come back into the mind and body, you know that it's just an avatar. You know isn't. There's not even a doubt because just the act of leaving it and coming it back proves that you're not your body and your mind. They're just aspects of the experience. And that can be quite shocking for some people who are totally engaged in physical reality. Like they're bleeding all of their thoughts and they think that we're physical and they have to protect themselves from this big wide world, it's quite scary. But when you realize that you're not even of this world, then you have nothing to be worried about. Uh, You know you cannot be harmed. You know that you cannot, uh, um, the thoughts that you have in your mind are illusionary in nature. So not take them too seriously. Um, Like I said in a previous video, your thoughts are like actors auditioning for your attention. I love this. So and if, you, if, the, if the actor thoughts come into your mind and you just believe them, they'll start ruining your film, which is your life. But if you can just audition them and screen test them, no, I only want really beautiful thoughts about love and happiness. And I only want thoughts of communication and, yeah. and uh, connection. And the other thoughts, which are the bad thoughts, you don't, you don't invite them into your movie your film, your life movie. And if you can start getting to the point of meditation where you're able to audition your own thoughts, then your life just unfolds in wonderful ways. You're able to communicate much more effectively and more harmoniously where previously that was not possible for me at all. Like that wasn't even an option for me. Yeah, what about um, about you in return in terms of um, having your awakening? You obviously were the type of person where you were doing a lot of drugs, and uh, and then you had the the thing on the head, and then you had almost like the universe. I just I sort of like the concept of the universe was just fucking with you until you woke up, like in the head, car crash, near death experience, and it was just like shaking Joby until he had his awakening. Like Joby, wake up!
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because every trauma that I've been through has been a an awakening, and then all of a sudden it, it's just got deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, I've had to do more, discover more stuff. But like the stuff I was learning last year, as from my trauma stuff, I'm 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 doing totally different stuff now. So it's evolved me and really grown me, especially doing the shaman work that we do and um, being taught that. That's really helped me evolve my mind, my you know my awareness of things and being able to see things from a different perspective as well. Not just that it's about yeah. that and that, and it's all over the. We can take things from all different points of view doing the sh- shamanic work. So for me, my, my spiritual awakenings, yeah, they've, they've got deeper and deeper and deeper, the more I've gone, but yeah, you're right. Spirit was shaking me a little bit, slow down. Don't do this. Don't do that. Take me off that path. And you need to be on this path. Um, but it's not just me at the moment as well I feel like spirits are if if you don't understand this and you're not really into this uh, I'll try and make this a little bit so you can um, resonate with this but it feels like a lot with this virus and everything that's going on right now it feels like spirits are literally shaking people as you just said about me to wake the fuck up Like, we need to be doing better for humanity. We need to be doing better for ourselves. We need to be looking after Mother Earth way much more than we have been because we've trashed her. Like, we the plastic in the ocean, you know? Like, just all this stuff that we've done, is it's, it's horrendous how we've treated her. And she's literally purging now. Like, I don't want you, I don't want the plastic in the oceans and all this different stuff. So now having this time off is perfect. There's never ever be a better time for us to grow and evolve as humans, and help Mother Earth. Yeah. Like, it is just the perfect time. And if you're not evolving during this time, if you're not doing doing daily work like five minute meditation, ten minute meditation just to clear the mind and do stuff and help yourself, um, then you're gonna you are gonna get stuck and you're not gonna evolve. Yeah. With what is coming because the, the vibration of the earth right now is through the roof so I don't know if you want to touch on the schumann resonance which you briefly explained in our heating
1: cycle but for people who have not seen that what's going on with the energy of the earth right now um so if anyone just a quick catch up this is what's been happening over the last couple of thousand of years uh, we went through a period of low consciousness on earth where we were unconscious uh, we refer to it in popular culture as the dark ages or mid evil times, the, the, the period of the middle part of the evil times, medieval times. Um, the Hindus call it the Kali Yuga, it's a period of darkness. And we basically coming out of that now, uh, we went through, this the Renaissance and then the Age of Enlightenment, and we're now in the Age of Aquarius. We are officially in the Age of Aquarius now. We're moving into a much higher vibration earthly, conscious wise, the plants, the animals, the humans, the earth, the weather, everything is now becoming higher vibration. Everything that's within this sphere of this experience is rising in vibration because it's astrological. The earth has moved into a different age. So everything on this planet is going to have to evolve or die. That's your only option. So because we're in a big long wave of awakening that's happening on earth, People are like popcorn kernels. They're waking up at different times, like pop, 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 bop, 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 And everyone, depending on your level of uh, intelligence, the, depending on your programming, uh, depending on where you were born, depending on so many different aspects, your genetics, your uh, ancestral background, you will wake up at a particular time. And waking up is essentially leaving the matrix, like the film, The Matrix. Uh, you've lived in this world that you thought was real. And when you have an awakening, you start to perceive that world as not what you, uh, not what it, what you were told it was, and you start realizing what the monarchy really is, and you start realizing what the governments really are, and you start realizing what the police are really doing around your neighbourhood. They're not trying to keep you safe; they're just protecting companies. And you go through these different stages of awakening, and it can be a very confusing time. <laughs> it can be a very um, strange and unusual time because you're dismantling your old mind and stepping into a paradigm of perfection. Essentially, everything is perfect. Uh, but You have to go through all of those things, but yeah, the earth is waking up. Everything's waking up. And if you think of, uh, we talk about this a lot in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, try and think of everything in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, even going to the shops, speaking to your mom and dad, uh, drinking a coffee, um, if you go to the shops, be high vibrational, interact with people in a high vibrational way. Hey, how are you? How was your day? If you try to impact as many people as you. If you're talking to your parents, don't try and, don't, you know, like leave people higher than when you left them. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. not that vibrational, that's energy work. Yeah, absolutely. And what you just said there, when you're talking to people and when you leave
0: them, let them feel, feel joy and happiness when you're walking away from them. Don't have arguments like, Sometimes I hear people having arguments. I'm like, what? are we arguing about? You know, it's stupid. Yeah, stupid. I mean,
1: yeah and if you, the mind, the ego is a sneaky character because it's always trying to justify its position. It's always trying to reinforce its own position. So whenever you hear two people arguing, it's just two two egos justifying each other's positions. I am justifying my position. Um, And like Jesus said, when he came here to teach, his teaching is, um, we forgive them for they know not what they do. Uh, And it sounds very peculiar for someone who's unconscious to hear someone say that, like, what do you mean forgive us for you know not what you do? And you get, it's not a superiority complex. Having a lot of, when I had an, an awakening, a lot of my friends who were unconscious used to call me arrogant. And they were like, You're very arrogant. You become very arrogant. And I had to check in with myself to see if I was actually being arrogant, like, because the ego is a sneaky bastard. He would convince you to do lots of things. <laughs> so I was going home and saying to my wife, I was going, maybe, maybe I'm just really arrogant. And I was unconscious of my arrogance. But no, it's actually just confidence. It's actually knowing what you're talking about and believing in it and just speaking your truth. And Everyone has the right to do that. Everyone has the right to stand up and speak and believe whatever they want to believe in this world, freedom of speech. And uh, if other people are perceiving you as arrogant, it's actually just a reflection of how they feel about themselves, essentially. And that isn't misogynistic or superiority or narcissistic. I just feel like everyone has the right to just stand up and speak your truth. And I won't judge. If you stand up today and say whatever you want about your truth, I won't judge you. I'll actually lovingly accept what you're saying is true for you and it doesn't mean that i need to defend my position because you have an opposed position i don't need to defend my position because i know my position is true for me and it's not true for anyone else it's just my truth and if you stand up and say that jesus is the one and you love jesus and someone else stands up and said no it's muhammad and it's allah i just love that everyone's just standing up and speaking their truth and I recommend it and I celebrate it and I congratulate it. And I say, yes, you believe this. This is amazing. The purpose is that everyone's just being true to themselves and believing in what it is they want to do. And that is, that's why I interview. That's why I talk to people because I'm always trying to allow people to just relinquish that, that pressure that they put on themselves. Just to let that pressure off that they've given themselves a hard time for 20, 30 years. Yeah, want massage it out of them spiritual massages
0: <laughs> now is a, uh, a very good time for us to release old energies, move into new, new beginnings um, we're, we're literally about an hour and a half do you want to carry on or do you want
1: to yeah we'll do a little bit, 10-15 minutes we'll wrap it up Perfect. Um, so
0: let's talk about it's a very interesting subject, what about um, the censorship on like Facebook and YouTube, and these big, big people who are having accounts of like a million people shut down. Um, what's your view on this? Um,
1: yeah, so, so Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Google, they're all owned by one group of people. And whether you think they're all separate or not, or you'll find later that the banks and the governments and the monarchy are also part of that organization. So um, they have used, Facebook is basically a mind reading algorithm. Um, when you log onto Facebook, the first thing it asks you is what's on your mind. In all of the windows, the first thing it asks anyone when they log onto the app or on the computer, it opens a little box and it just says what's on your mind. Because they put that position it right right in front of us. So we're continuously giving the algorithm our thoughts. And it's a mind reading algorithm that right. take all of our thoughts and they put them all in categories. <laughs> billions and billions of thoughts. Okay. yeah,
0: yeah. What's on, what's on your mind? I, I that. Yeah, what's on your mind? I never even notice that.
1: Yeah.
0: it's on your mind, yeah.
1: So there, yeah, there it is, there it is. Yeah, what's, what's on it? your mind? Yeah. And it's always the first thing because Facebook is designed by two groups of people. Facebook is described, it's designed by psychologists who strategically place colors, fonts, spells, words, questions in our line of sight to extract information from us. And the lawyers, the lawyers say that it's okay to do it. So the lawyers are lobbying to change the laws to make them legal so they can read our mind. It's very genius. It's a genius, but what they're able to do is they already controlled us physically because we live in a big tax farm and we were already doing as we were told physically, working, paying 20% of our taxes to the Queen. We were already controlled physically, but they never knew what was on our mind. And Facebook solved that because they extracted 2.7 billion people's worth of mind information. What we're talking about, nice. our ideas, what we feel about this, how we feel about this, what do we think 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 about this, this? Bam, as soon as they had our thoughts, we were fucked. Right? They could plan 20 years in advance with the information they've gathered from us today. So Facebook is heavily censoring all information all the time. The reason people don't know that is because they're not saying anything of any value, so it doesn't get taken down most people are talking about their dinner their dog a sunset some belief some conspiracy theory if the conspiracy theory gathers momentum and starts getting a lot of likes they'll just take it down and i've had many videos taken down over the years through my youtube account about police interaction and stuff i'd i'd film police interaction with the public and i'd put it on my youtube account and it would disappear Um, So you just know that the people who run this organization, call them whatever you want, uh, they're plugged into all of these sources and they don't want people speaking their truth. They don't want, we actually don't have freedom of speech at all. That's an illusion. Um, Although we can just stand in the street and say whatever we want. The police will show up eventually.
0: (laughs) Freedom of speech is such an old paradigm, isn't it? There's no way we have that now. Especially with the likes of, like, Brian Rose, who's interviewing David Icke, gets pulled down from YouTube. As soon as it was up, it was down. David, a million views. Yeah, David Icke's just uh, had his Facebook... Um,
1: taken down? A million views.
0: Yeah, like, all these things are happening. You know, you're talking about vaccines or anything, people's accounts getting shut
1: down. I would... Um, Let's, let's give, if, if anyone's watched this all the way through and you guys are interested in what we're saying, and this is all kind of like alien to you or quite new to you, um, do some research. The internet is a vast, uh, like your laptop is a portal into anything you wanna know. Your laptop is a portal for you to attain any knowledge and information imaginable. You can look at anything on the internet. So don't just use your internet as a opportunity to distract yourself with entertainment Although entertainment is fun and it can be a really wonderful escape from reality. But if you really want to know the truth of what's really happening, use your internet, type in what's really happening with Hollywood, what's happening with Bill Gates and vaccines, what's really happening uh, in Congress, what's really happening behind the scenes in Parliament with the monarchy, with the royal family, what's really happening at the BBC. And just go a little bit deeper and don't always believe the official story. Um, Just do your own research in your own time or whatever resonates and feels right for you. But know that... The official story is not the, the official story. The official story through the news media is a deliberately written piece of art or entertainment so that you feel comfortable. When you go beyond that, you start getting into the real media, like the amount of stuff, the amount of information that's been leaked on the internet over the years um, you can access. Did not WikiLeaks release all of their files every day or something? 29,000 files an hour for 12 hours. What? Yeah, something like 390,000 files. Wow. Because they were just, back in the day when the internet was first established, there weren't the firewalls or the security in place. So hackers could quite easily go into things that were on the internet and they were just clearing out like CIA cupboards and, and FBI folders and stuff like that. And people were taking pen drives and giving them to Russians and the information has always been hidden and concealed from us but now what's happening is it's all been released it's all been released it's all been released back to the public and all the public need to do is snap out of the original narrative and pay attention to what's really happening on the planet and it's not a conspiracy theory just pay attention to what's happening on the planet I'm not theorizing anything I just know what's happening on the planet. Yeah. I actually had a conversation about this the other day with someone. Yeah. He's just saying, we've
0: got access to all this information. But never, ever, ever have we all had access to this information all at the same time. Yeah. This is why now Bill Gates got absolutely trashed on Instagram because people are waking up and going, I can read this information for myself. I can make a decision for myself as a sovereign human being. Like I can make a decision. Yeah. This is why the internet is so powerful because everyone around the world, we're all on lockdown. What are people doing? Sitting on their computers, researching and and looking into things now. Yeah. So this is why we're having this mass collective and this the vibration of the energy is going up because people are going, Joe, I don't want to be a part of this.
1: Like, I, enough is I, enough.
0: I've got a choice now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, the, and yeah, I mean, just getting the message out there, you're really good with your Instagram and your Facebook, and I, I use these platforms as literally just shelves that I can put positive information on. If I do, if I do, three, if I do three Facebook posts a day that are alternative, that's to do with spirituality or awakening or conceptual of time and space or – anything, any information that I can produce, any sound or word that can come out of my mouth and somehow change the course of humanity in some way, then it's worth me doing it. It's worth the teaching. It's worth the word. It's worth the positive energy because spells are energy. Words are energy. And just by speaking positively, you are creating a positive world. I don't share anything else other than positive information. And yeah. just... I, have to be, I have to be careful because sometimes I'll see a Donald Trump or a, a paedophile ring or something and I'll see something that kind of is disturbing. And just before I share it, I go, although I know this is true and people should know about it because it's quite horrific, I choose not to share content like that because the people who are unaware of the, that reality Will become more disturbed as a result of knowing the information. So, so then I, I bypass those types and I just go back to everyone have a great day and what is everyone doing and just maintaining that high vibration because that that will wake them up quicker and then they'll realise it later.
0: Yeah, of course, and we're not putting attention on that. That's right. Thing as well. If you put your attention on it, you know we're, we're fueling their fire. That's
1: right. That's right. You're creating an, and that is basically what I discovered when I went from my rebellious stage with the police. Um, I was thinking about the police a lot, and then I keep getting arrested. And then once I got back from Chiang Mai and I would had this incredible experience of realignment of my perspective, I never once thought about the police, ever. I never do. I don't think about them, I don't think about the law, the councils, the, the, the government. It's a waste of mental energy. I don't concern myself with money anymore. I don't have any concerns because why would you concern yourself with something? It doesn't help. Um, and yeah, the what you put your attention on grows in your life. So if you put your attention on matters that are outside of your immediate life, like celebrities, like... Uh, you know what that footballer is doing, and you, you're throwing your energy and attention at things that have no relevance to your life at all. It is
0: makes makes so much sense, so interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah keep keep on the positive path and um, share. Just sh- keep sharing positivity. You know, anyone's watching this and you want to share anything in mind, or just copy and paste it. It's there. Just take it. I don't. I'm not worried about anything. I just yeah. go and share it, share it as your own, whatever.
1: Like, huh? Just get it out there. That's the rip, right. Yeah. The rip it effect. Yeah. That's it was great. just a ripple effect. Everything will affect um, that one person that watches this video, or well, 10 people, or 100 people that watch this video, or 10,000 people watch the video. They'll leave this video having an alternative perspective. And then they'll go into their lives and hopefully they'll benefit their lives in some way. And even if it's a microwave, and they may affect a hundred people's lives and they'll affect a thousand people's lives. And they'll all just snowball into this, the arm of awakening, which we talked about before. And some people are not here to contribute to the awakening. And some people are here to contribute to the awakening. Some people are here to serve others. And I know you are, and I know I am. This is why we have these dialogues, but some people are not here to do that. And this is interesting because we live in a world of duality. Some people are light workers and some people are just here to take care of themselves. Some people are called the service to self. Anyone who's of service to self watching this video will disagree with everything that we're saying because they only have their own interests at heart. And they could also be really loving, genuine people as well. Because I know really lovely people in London who are amazing and they think me helping other peoples is a waste of time. They firmly believe, and they're really lovely people, but they, they have the belief that, let everyone else just take care of themselves. Every man for himself, I'm doing what I gotta do, and I've got lots of money and success, and everyone else can just do whatever they want. And that's those types of people, I'm not judging them or saying that they're right or wrong. But what I've found, there are people who wanna help others, and there are people who wanna help themselves and none they do not because we live in a world of duality both of those types of people have to exist in order for this spectrum of of experience to play out yeah makes sense yeah there has to be all because when the universe was created infinite possibility was created so we have to have we have to have the gandhi's and the mother teresa's and we have to have a hitler and george bush you know like we have to have these two polarities on earth we can't just have the positive aspect because we live in a world of duality. There has to be both.
0: If the vibration, here's a question which comes to my mind then. So if the vibration this world is changing and we're moving into vibration of love and joy, will the duality
1: dissolve and
0: will it just become
1: one? Um, in a way, yes. Um, the If you look at the yin and yang as a perfect symbol of this, during the dark ages, there would have been 80 or 90% worth of black with a little white dot. So then the amount of good people there were on earth would have been very small, but there still would have existed. Now we're transitioning into Aquarius, which means the white is growing and the amount of evil is going to be reduced down to a little concentrated dot. There will always be good and evil. They can't all of us be living in a utopian society. There will always be the opposite end of the polarity. And those people most people will awaken and become light but the people who are really dark like probably like the queen level or the soros and the jp morgans and the 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 rothschilds and the the bush family and all of these people those types of people will resist the light but they because they're like the highest of the evil you could say let's call it that of the the unconsciousness of the evil of uh, the ignorance, um, they will rather die than be turned to light. Those people would rather, they'd rather set a nuke off and blow up the entire world than lose. Because those people are completely distorted in their illusion, in their, in their evil, in their ignorance. Interesting. You couldn't convince them elsewise. You could pin them down, tie them up and electrocute them to get them, convince them, and they would rather die than convince themselves.
0: You'd have to use an evil, an evil thing on them to convince
1: them, and then everyone's convinced them. <laughs> and they would love it. They would just love it. They'd be like, yeah! So really, just, just love them. Yeah, exactly. Just, we, need to, like, we need to send love out. Like. And that's part of the Louise Hay thing, like uh, loving your government, loving the bankers, yeah. loving the monarchy loving, sending love to Donald Trump, sending love to Boris Johnson, sending love to Tony Blair. Even though we know these people have had an evil experience, we just send them love, just send them love. Send love to everyone, send love to your parents, send love to your the person who bullied you at school. Send love to that person and just keep sending that vibration out and you always get it back. Yeah, and so if we're doing that,
0: then we can grow that life. Um, yeah. In and, and hopefully
1: we can ascend to to the new dimensions. It's coming. I feel, I've never felt so energized and so um, relaxed and calm and purposeful and driven. And it's Are fun. you sleeping? Are you sleeping? Um, yeah, no. I mean, I'm in, I'm in bed by about 10.30 and I'm up at six. My patterns on over first. I went to bed at 12 o'clock the
0: other night. I know many people will probably resonate with this. I went to bed at 12, I woke up at one o'clock, I was wide awake, and then literally went back six o'clock in the morning still still up i, I know many people are having really weird dreams at the moment and they're having they're not sleeping and whatever loads of people waking up at 3 30 in the morning um and it's all to do with this vibration that's coming through to the earth now so um yeah see mad 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 dreams some of them
1: it's, it's a great time to be alive man with um I think I said to you a couple of weeks ago on the phone that I feel like this period is why we came. In. Mm. I always wondered, I spent most of my 20s like, what am I meant to be doing? Like, I don't know why. But as soon as the coronavirus hit, I had the the dawn. It dawned on me. Like, I was like, ah, oh, this is why we're here. This is the change. It's like the great change we've been waiting for has finally descended on humanity. And I've done all of this work so I can speak and inspire and love and, and teach and, and educate people about how to get through all of those traumas. Because for the last five years, all I've been doing is going through trauma. Yeah. And that's, that's why the star seeds, that's why the people who are awakening super quick, who are teachers, the most important thing is to awaken as quickly as humanly possible, shake off the illusion so you can direct your attention on helping others. You ain't helping anyone if you're stuck. No. We need to
0: serve and we need to, to do good,
1: to do good things for humanity. So when we leave, we, at least we did what we intended to come here to do, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've never had a better time. Yeah. Uh, now I'm 45. Should we call it a day then? No, that's a really good, good, night yeah, that's good, the, that's good. It's been
1: on. a really nice chat. It's been a nice flowy conversation. I like it. Perfect absolutely
0: all right guys thank you for joining the over It podcast um next episode um next friday we'll have a guest on um we'll do a bit more of an interview style um and then wednesday night as well we have a new healing circle that we are um taking place with every week so you can come on it's not recorded because it's it's a little bit personal. You can come on. Everything's private and confidential. So come on, you can feel safe. Be part of a community. Have some human interaction, and um, and just if there's anything going through, we'll be be there with our other um, guest uh, guest host Tijan, who's um, a master Reiki healer and counselor and everything like that. So we have some really good um, good people that you can talk to and really feel. Feel, like, feel at ease at this time so if there's anything you want to learn guys please get in touch with chris or myself i'll put links in the description as well um for all of the stuff that we've covered and um go and do your own research and education
1: and, and love yourself unconditionally
0: chris my brother it's been a pleasure thank you for coming on again
1: and welcome man thank you for having me it's just
0: so good to catch up and talk and uh, Absolutely. Thank you, everyone. We will see you soon. Take it easy. Send you nearby. Love. <laughs>